This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. If only you were recording right now. That would have been so good as a cold open. Yeah, really. We'll plan our cold opens better. Hello and welcome to the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Joe. Hi, hello. Today we are excited to talk about Read an Ebook Day. If you aren't familiar, Read an Ebook Day is a celebration of modern storytelling, and we want to invite you to be a part of the festivities by checking out your favorite ebook from your library and join the conversation by sharing what you're reading and stories about why you love ebooks by using the hashtag ebook love on social media. Our episode today, we are going to interview a bunch of our coworkers here at Overdrive, and they will be sharing what they plan to read on Read an Ebook Day. Uh, when, when is, okay, September 18th. Sorry, you have to cut that out. Uh, you can celebrate with us on September 18th for Read an Ebook Day. Let us know what you're reading using that hashtag ebook love on social media. You can also tag us. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pro Book Nerds. If you want to email us and tell us about your read an ebook day experience, send an email to professionalbooknerds at overdrive.com. With that, now Emma, Jill, and I are going to share what we'll be reading on Read an Ebook Day before we head over to our friends in the office. Yay. Good morning. Yay. Happy Read an Ebook Day. Happy Read an Ebook Day. We're pretending it's Read an Ebook Day when we record this, but. Well, isn't that how po- that's how podcasts work? Yeah, that's how well, it works it when you record sure. early. Yeah, you fake it. I'm very excited it. for this annual celebration because fun thing that Overdrive does, we get an hour of reading time to sure celebrate, do. and they bring in coffee and they make us feel like we're at a little cafe, pastries, pastries. Mm. Yeah. I love a little treat. I do too. It's going to be a great time. I'm very excited to read. Wow. I can, but here's the thing. I, I don't know what I'm going to read. Well, you know, I mean, we're recording early as you let everyone know. (laughs) I know. Well, but that's how that works. We're obviously not doing it day of, uh, cause editing, um, I think I'm going to choose from two things. Okay. Are you guys, do you guys I'll also more? choose from two things. Are you going to choose from two things? Sure. Okay. Jill, I... can you come up with a second? <laughs> I mean, if I have to. No, no. <laughs> you can, we'll see. Uh, this is because I'm going to be a mood reader. I know it. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I'm going to be in the mood for. Hence, I'm going to choose from two things. The first of which is Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey because I have an advanced reader copy that's been sitting on my Kindle shelf or iPad shelf 
uh, for weeks now and I haven't gotten around to it. And I am super intrigued to see what the next Tessa Bailey book is like, because I love her and I loved it happened one summer and hook line and sinker duh. Cause that's all I talked about on this podcast for several episodes. And then the other book that I am torn between reading is one that's called the shadows between us by Trisha Levenseller. I think I, hopefully I said that correctly. This book is not an advanced reader copy. This book came out, I think, in 2020, but this is a YA fantasy. So two kind of different vibes. We'll see which one is the winner. Uh, But The Shadows Between Us, I think I saw this book on TikTok. Somebody read the first or like had the first page of the book up. And I was kind of like, oh, sold. So that's all I can tell you about it because that was all that it took to hook me. Um, I tend to go into a lot of books without actually reading the description. I don't know if that's good or bad. And then Secretly Yours is uh, a romance, Tessa Bailey. It comes out in February. This one has a, a secret admirer, which I love. and. I think Tessa Bailey writes some of the best steamy scenes. So I'm intrigued to see what's going on with this. And the cover's cute because we always got to toss in the cover. You can tell I'm a thriller reader because you said secret admirer. And I admit immediately was like, oh, so she's got a stalker. She's in danger. Not this is a steamy romance. So whoops. (laughs) No, yeah, like secret. Think like secret admirer letters like... I'm just imagining boxes of dead roses showing up to the house (laughs) and poison chocolates, you know, but I'll I'll flip over there with you. I I get it. No, the opposite of that vibe. So I am also between two books for Read an Ebook Day. I will start with my arc as well. Uh, I am very excited to be interviewing in the new year Grady Hendrix. And so I am most likely going to be reading How to Sell a Haunted House, his new novel coming out in 2023. Uh, I can already tell that that's probably what I'm going to pick. But... In case the mood strikes, I will also be looking at the newly released Marple from Agatha Christie. It's a 12 new mysteries kind of compilation from a variety of amazing authors. Uh, Just to, you know, I'll read the description because words are hard today. Agatha Christie's legendary sleuth, Jane Marple, returns to solve 12 baffling cases in this brand new collection, penned by a host of acclaimed authors skilled in the fine art of mystery and murder. So we have 12 different stories in this collection from uh, Naomi Alderman, Lee Bardugo, Alyssa Cole, Lucy Foley, Ellie Griffiths, Natalie Haynes, Jen Kwok, Valerie McDermott, Karen McManus, Dreda Say Mitchell, Kate Moss, not that one, and of course, our dear friend and the one who tipped me off to this, Ruth Ware. She talked about it when we interviewed her live, 
and I have been eagerly awaiting this for the chance to read these new Marple stories. Uh, and each author is supposedly, allegedly, this is from Reese Bowen at the Washington Post, each author captures Christy and Marple perfectly while also displaying just a bit of their own unique touch. This new and entertaining collection by some of our favorite writers will hook a new group of readers to the formidable Miss Marple. That sounds so good. Right. I mean, I'm 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 stuck between like two really solid picks, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna read them both. So either way, I win. <laughs> that is entirely accurate. Right. Got to look at your TBR in the positive. That's right. That's right. Either way, you win. Uh, so I only have one book for reading ebook day i know i better hope the mood is still right in <laughs> ebook day as you're talking i'm all like oh maybe i should have a second one um decisive that's what we love uh well it's been on my tbr for a while and i'm like this feels like the right time to read it so i'm gonna be reading hide by kirsten white um this came out back in may i believe i had it on my may books pick um and i just have not gotten around to it yet so this is about a group of folks who have um, set a challenge, which is to spend a week hiding in an abandoned amusement park and don't get caught. Uh, they, the prize is enough money to change everything. And even though everyone is desperate to win, Mac is sure she can beat her competitors. All she has to do is hide, and she's an expert in that. It's the reason she's alive and her family isn't. But as the people around her begin disappearing one by one, Mac realizes that this competition is even more sinister than she imagined and that together might be the only way to survive. It's like, I yeah, I mean, we got kind of like abandoned amusement park, sold, um, stay alive. Yes, please. It There's like the line about it's the reason she's alive and her family isn't gives like a final girls type vibe to me. I don't know if that's what it is, but like, she's the only surviving member of a, her family and something that happened checks all the boxes, essentially checks all the boxes. So that's what I'll be reading for reading ebook day. This really does. And this looks like it would be so creepy and right. Suspenseful. I know. And covers. I definitely talked about this cover when I talked about it in the May books pick mm -hmm. because it's like yellow with like the word hide <clears throat> in red letters. But then the image is like a Ferris wheel on top of what looks like like roots of a plant almost. Like if you just like lifted it up and pulled it out, like what you see underneath, that's what it sort of reminds me of. Um, it's It's creepy. And I... I am fascinated by abandoned amusement parks. I think they're so creepy and weird, but also, yes, let's go hang out in one. So yeah, and a this, competition to hide in one. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. And it's, it also in the description, it says, come out, come out wherever you are. Oh, it's just so creepy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I'm really excited for this one. So I think it's going to be a really great day of reading. I think so too. Plus coffee. There'll be lots Plus of coffee. Coffee and a treat. Yeah. And uh, now we're going to segue into some wonderful recommendations from our fellow overdrivers. We hope you celebrate Read an Ebook Day with us. Let us know what you plan to read. Tag us on social media. Use the hashtag ebook love. 
uh, and tag us at Pearl Book Nerds. We'd love to hear what you're reading or listening. And we hope you enjoy. Bye. Happy reading. Hi, Abby. Welcome. I'm so excited to hear what you are looking forward to reading to celebrate Read an Ebook Day. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to talk about it. It has been such a good year for releases that there's so many to pick from. So many. So what do you think you're going to read on Read an Ebook Day? So I, it's a little early, so I don't know, maybe I'll celebrate my own read an ebook day early, but I didn't want to mess with the hold three delivery and lose the book. Um, so I have the Oleander Sword by Tasha Suri on my hold sh- on my loan shelf right now, which is the follow up to the Jasmine Throne. And the first was so good that I just can't wait to dive into the sequel. So I'm gonna try and save it for read an ebook day, but I might jump into it a little early. That sounds fantastic. And I think fall or anytime really is perfect for fantasy. I I couldn't agree more. It's just the best because you don't want to be out because it's oh, it's just perfect. I just love it. It feels like it's going to be a big fantasy fall. I hope so. I have, I, I had to start on Goodreads because I got into fantasy a few years ago, thanks to Maria. And So now I feel like I've started all of these fantasy series. And then by the time the next book comes out, I have completely forgotten what happened or I forget to place it on hold. So now I have a Goodreads shelf that's strictly called fantasy series I need to finish. And so I just have the first of all of them so I can go through and make sure that I'm not missing any releases. So that That is my call. So smart. I might have to go take a peek at your fantasy series Goodreads shelf. Oh, thank you. If I do say so myself, it's quite fantastic. I'm so excited. Well, thanks for coming to share what you're reading for Read an Ebook Day. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always been awesome. Hi, Stephanie. So glad you're here to talk about what you're going to read to celebrate Read an Ebook Day this year. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, what do you think you might read when Read an Ebook Day rolls around? So, this actually was pretty hard for me because I'm such a mood reader um, that to think like three weeks in advance, what am I going to feel like reading? Um, I have a pretty heavy rotation of like three categories. Um, So I read celebrity memoirs, mostly on audiobook. I read a lot of fantasy romance and a lot of contemporary romance. Um, And so I thought, well, maybe this would be a good opportunity to sort of branch out a little bit. So I'm actually going to read a book of poetry. Wow. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I'm hoping to read, um, I Hope This Finds You Well by Kate Bear. And I've actually read, I have her first book of poetry and she's a pretty popular, um, she has a pretty popular Instagram presence. Um, And this book of poetry is actually erasure poems. So they are um, created from notes that she's received. So like unsolicited advice to hate mail, things that she's gotten in her like DMs. And then she takes this sort of like vitriol and turns it into something beautiful with these erasure poems. So I am excited to read it. Um, I think it'll be normally I she reads her audiobooks, but I think this will be more impactful visually. Um, so that's why I decided to read it uh, as an ebook. 
And I'm just, I'm really excited. And it's only 80 pages. So I feel like <laughs> I don't have to dedicate, you know, a couple of weeks or a couple of days to this book. Um, and I can start it and finish it right on read an ebook day. That sounds like a gorgeous book of poetry. And I love that it's short so that you can truly read it all on read an ebook day. What a fun way to celebrate. And I'll have to share some of my favorites. <laughs> yes. We'd love to hear what you think after the fact. Well, hey, next we have our friend Holly. What are you reading for Read an Ebook Day? Hey, Joe. Hey, Emma. On Read an Ebook Day this year, I'll be enjoying Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno Garcia. This one's been on my radar since 2020, and I'm excited to finally be getting into it. I picked it because one of my oldest friends texted me this summer to start a book club, so we did. Uh, she's into horror stories, and this novel seems like it's gonna deliver. It's about a glamorous debutante, Noemi, who is summoned by her newlywed cousin for help. As she makes her way to High Place, their abode in the Mexican countryside, and spends time with her cousin's spooky husband in their spooky house, she starts to realize that things are even spookier than she thought. I can't wait to find out what family drama is hidden in the haunted walls of High Place. And shout out to Rachel. Here we go, Creepy Book Club. I love the idea of a creepy book club. Thank you. Me too. I, uh, I think uh, we didn't intend for it to happen this way, but I'm going to go <laughs> with it. <laughs> I'm into it. I also, not to sound like Emma for a moment here, but I love this cover. It is gorgeous. It's so that beautiful. That was what sold me um, when all the pre-pub alerts about it were floating around and it's finally time to shine. Oh, absolutely. This one has lived on my TBR for a minute. So <laughs> I'm glad to hear that someone is picking this one up for Read an Ebook Day. Well, thank yeah. you, Holly. Thank you, Joe. You can join our book club if you want. I, you know, I might have to take <laughs> you up on that. <laughs> And next we have Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Emma. Welcome. So what are you thinking of reading for the holiday that is September 18th, Read an Ebook Day? So should my family allow me a few you know, moments to sit, um, I'm going to borrow with a Dance of by Mary e. Mary e. Pearson, not Ear Pearson. Um, so this takes place in the Remnant Chronicles universe. I see you clapping. Um, and I have not read it yet. And I'm surprised because <laughs> you haven't. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm holding the book up, uh, which I realize people can't see. I'm excited that you're reading this. So pretty. I loved the Remnant Chronicles series. Like I've read it twice. Um, the Kiss of Deception completely like blew my mind. If you don't know about it, um princess leah runs away from an arranged marriage marriage and she runs away with like her best friend slash handmaiden and the prince she was supposed to marry and then an assassin come after her and you hear the uh, so there's like five points of view it's like leah's the princes the assassins and then the prince and the assassin pretending to be other people and i guessed wrong I remember that much. I guessed wrong on who was who. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to read this one. So it's to read the little blurb 
Jace becomes a new leader and the nearby kingdom bows to the strength of the outlaw family who is always governed by their rules. But a new era looms on the horizon set in motion by a young queen, which makes her a target. At the same time, Kazi, a legendary former street thief, is sent by the queen to investigate trans transgressions against new settlements. I don't know how you do this all the time. <laughs> when With Kazi editing. arrives in the forbidding <laughs> land of Ballingers, she learns that there is more to Jace than she thought. So a reformed thief and a young leader of an outlaw dynasty lock wits in a battle that may cost them their lives and their hearts. We love to hear it. <laughs> this so, is yeah, going to be great. The, I don't know why I haven't. This came out in like 2018. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I love the Remnant Chronicles so much. There's too much to read. There really is. And Sarah J. Moss has been keeping us busy. That is true. So, and there's another one after Dance of Thieves, right? Yes. So, Bow of Thieves. So, that's very exciting. The dance, if, they're going to bow to, I don't know what. Yeah, keep me posted. And it, we may have to do a fantasy fall episode because everyone's recommendations so far for reading <laughs> ebook day uh, are largely fantasy. It feels like that. Everyone in summer, I shouldn't say everyone, but like it's very like summer is very like romance and contemporary and easy reads and you know they're going to get together at the end. And then fantasy kind of goes into that fall spooky before you get to like more comforting winter reads. Yeah, I think everyone at Overdrive at the very least is on that same train or just the people I asked to be on this episode. <laughs> so read an ebook day slash unintentional fall fantasy episode. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing these wonderful picks. You are welcome. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts. And next we've got Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Welcome. Hi, Emma. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to reading ebook day. I'm very excited to hear what you're planning to read to celebrate Read an ebook day this year. So I have been going through the Sarah J. Moss, A Court of Thorns and Roses books. I'm sure listeners of this podcast are super familiar and overdrivers in general are big fans, which is why I'm reading it. And I am on book four right now, A Court of Silver Flames, and it's over 700 pages long. So I think I will probably still be reading that for reading ebook day. It is a lengthy tome. <laughs> for sure absolutely if I finish that though I'm looking for some sort of like really twisty thriller 
that's not super predictable. So I'm hoping maybe somebody else, when I listen to this episode, has some good recommendations. Everyone has hilariously been leaning into fantasy for Read Any Book Day. <laughs> so lots of fantasy wrecks. Okay. But if you do want a really twisty thriller, The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. Okay. I did not love the last Riley Sager book I read, which I know that's like heresy around here, but I am always willing to give a thriller a shot. So thank you for the rec. You're welcome. It's definitely banana pants, I think is how (laughs) he and a reader described it. So I would definitely recommend, especially if you're familiar with his writing, but maybe didn't jive with the previous one. I think this one's the best. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Great. Well, I'm going to put that on my TBR no matter what. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing your recommendation, Tiffany. Thanks, Emma. And next we have Kate. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you. So I'm excited to hear what you're planning to read for Read Any Book Day. I think I'm probably going to end up reading Nona the Ninth by Tamsin Muir. Because I mean, third book in the Lock Tomb series, I always love like the next book in a fantasy series is always going to be a good time. And considering where things were left after Hair of the Ninth, I am very, very curious. I'm excited you mentioned this series. I haven't read it yet. And it's so good. I am intrigued to say the least, but having a recommendation from you might move it up the list a little bit. Oh, I hope so. It's it's a fun, weird, confusing series and really funny, really funny. I love that. And you know what is funny? A lot of people that we've talked to for this episode are really leaning into fantasy for fall. So where it seems this like this one's a good like company. necromancer <laughs> and Halloweeny practically, so it's perfect for that as well. Yeah, really good fall creepy vibes. Very that. excellent. Thank you so much for sharing your pick. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Next, we have Quentin, who's here to tell us what he plans to read for Read an Ebook Day. Hi. Hello. Um, so I am reading two books because I'm always reading two books. Uh, I do one ebook, one audiobook. Um, so the ebook I'll actually be reading for read an ebook day is I'll, I'll be probably either finishing up the, the final empire or I'll be on the well of ascension because I'm rereading, um, Brandon Sanderson's Miss Porn trilogy because he's going to come up with a third trilogy, uh, so it's, it's like a world setting with three trilogies. Uh, it's really cool, uh, kind of high fantasy stuff. Um, but like, it, it's interesting because he groups it in threes. Uh, highly recommend it. It's fast paced, but the world building is still excellent. And the characters are amazing. Uh, how he does the character development and world building that he does simultaneously, I will never grasp, but he's good at it. Uh, and then I thought, hey, I'll just go back to some good old military sci-fi just as a quick, easy read. And one of my uh, friends was a Marine and he recommended uh, this terms of enlistment book by Marco Kluse. Uh And um, I forgot that it's really deep. Uh, so it's not like as much of a popcorn read as I remember, but it's definitely got all the military sci-fi 
tropes there, a kind of Star Troopers-esque like training sequence and things like that. Um, but it's really good. I, I was that's another one I'm I'm kind of in a reread mode right now. And uh yeah, I recommend both. Um they're good books. Those both sound wonderful. And I always forget to actually reach out to you and ask for fantasy recs because it feels like it's gonna be a big fantasy fall. I just think that that's the vibe. If you have not, if you have not read Sanderson, you should. Uh, basically anything. My favorite is the the um, his uh, the Way of Kings uh, is the first book in his Stormlight Archive books. Those are my favorite, but those are very dense. They're uh, very long books. Uh, Mistborn is definitely an easier entry, um, and if you're looking for some truly great uh, fantasy books, um, they're some of my favorite. He's he's an amazing author. That's He's also great a really cool guy. Yeah, I, that's been on my list for a long time, but it kind of feels daunting. Um, Most fantasy I, does. Yeah, I've only recently been into fantasy, but now I kind of don't want to read things that aren't. So <laughs> I think uh, slowly but surely expanding the fantasy author list is yeah, what Sanders, I'm Sanderson's a good one. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was an excellent recommendation for fantasy and sci-fi from Quentin. Thank you. Well, hello, Rachel. You are our next guest for sharing. What are you reading for Read an Ebook Day? Uh, Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for having me and asking me. The book I am reading for Read an Ebook Day, I'm so excited for. It's called So Happy for You by Celia Lasky. And it was just published in June 2022. And this first line was one that I immediately like ran to my TBR list to put it on there. It was labeled as Bridesmaids Meets Black Mirror. And I was like, how do you even combine those two things? This is amazing. I love both of those things separately. So together, I can't even imagine how good it's going to be. It's described as a wedding weekend spirals out of control in this bold, hilarious novel about the complexities of female friendship. Robin and Ellie have been best friends since childhood. When Robin came out, Ellie was there for her. When Ellie's father died, Robin had her back. But when Ellie asks Robin to be her maid of honor, she is reluctant. She's a queer academic. And and Robin is dubious of the elaborate wedding rituals now sweeping the nation, which go far beyond champagne toasts and a bouquet toss. But loyalty wins out and Robin accepts. Yet as the wedding weekend approaches, a series of ominous occurrences lead Robin to second guess her decision. It seems that everyone in the bridal party is out to get her, perhaps even Ellie herself. So maniacally entertaining, viciously funny, and eerily campy, so happy for you is the ultimate send up to our collective obsession with the wedding industrial complex and a riveting depiction of friendship in all of its messy glory. And I really loved this line from Kirkus Reviews where they call the book, The Sweet Spot of Dystopia where it's grounded in sufficient reality for the reader to pose the question, could this really happen? And I really enjoy books like that that are set sort of in just the near future where it's not like complete Hunger Games (laughs) dystopia Mm -hmm. where you're like, um, I love trying to kind of figure out or determine, you know, is this something that I think could happen? 
you know, in my, in the next decade or so. So I'm really excited to read this and it is available in ebook and audiobook. And the audiobook is just over seven hours. So I'm thinking I can, I can get through it on reading ebook day in one sitting. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think that makes for a great reading ebook day. I love it. I'm, I'm with you. I love that. I always think of it kind of like world parallel to our own. Mm-hmm. So super excited for a title like this. And I just, I love that you could earnestly say so happy for you, or you can condescendingly say so happy for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I figure Bridesmaids meets Black Mirror with queer characters. Sign me up. I'm ready to check, go. Check, check, check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rachel. So happy to hear what you're reading and uh, can't wait to add that one to my list as well. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much, Joe. And next we have Maria. Hi, Maria. Hello. Welcome. So we would love to hear what you're planning to read for Read an Ebook Day, which is coming up in one of our favorite holidays. Yes, I know. <laughs> Such a good middle of September holiday. Um, yeah. Okay. So I have a couple things that I am planning. Well, one that I'm starting this weekend and then one that I plan to read very soon. So uh, if you are a listener of this podcast on the regular, you may have heard the Sarah J. Moss episode that I did with Andrea and Emma. And I had admitted that I had not read Throne of Glass. (laughs) So I read the first book and I am starting the second book, Crown of Midnight, this weekend. So obviously, I'm probably going to blaze through it. So I might be done by reading the book day is my guess. But so I have an... um, a copy of a book that's coming out in October by Everina Maxwell. It's called Ocean's Echo. And I'm super excited about it because I, I may have talked about Winter's Orbit on a podcast at some point, but um, it's so Ocean's Echo is a standalone space adventure. It's set in the same universe as Maxwell's debut novel, which was called Winter's Orbit. And I loved Winter's Orbit. I basically told like everyone at Overdrive to read it because it it's like a perfect combination of like personal relationships, but also like the political intrigue that a lot of like sci-fi has. Um, so, because sometimes when things are like too heavy on the sci-fi, I, I lose interest, but the like undercurrent of like a romantic relationship is like just enough. It's not really a romance romance. It's more like a sci-fi with romance, I feel. Um, so I really love that. It keeps my interest more. Um, so I'm excited to meet more people in this world that um, Everina Maxwell has created. And the story just like very basically is about two men who have different types of power to either like read or influence minds. And um, the beliefs and the bond that like bring them together kind of changes the course of their lives and the course of the world they live in. So I'm really excited about it. Um, I, I kind of wanted a sequel, like an actual sequel to Winter's Orbit. And I, you know, I was reading on like Goodreads or whatever. And the author was like, well, I'm not doing that because I think that story wrapped up well, which like, she's not wrong. You know, readers are sometimes just like, but I like these people. But still. Uh, Yeah. So, but she was like, but I am writing in the same world. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. So. I'll take that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I've said this to a few people, but it really feels like everyone's gearing up to read a lot of fantasy this fall. So they're really getting into it with read any book day. Love it. It's I think a, I it's mean, the perfect time. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I, I kind of go through like phases in my reading of what I like to read, but I definitely go through phases of fantasy and sci-fi. Um, even if like I start a, you know, a fantasy novel right after another one, I'm like, what world am I in? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like I'm in that like world right now for sure. Yeah. And you're going to love Crown of Midnight knowing you, I think you're going to, I think you're going to finish it before I read any book day comes around, but maybe by then you'll be on to, uh, air of fire. Yeah. Possible. It's very possible. Listeners know it's not my favorite, but (laughs) I was going to say, that's the one that took you forever to get through, right? Yeah. Uh, I remember Mm -hmm. that saga. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited to check these out. The cover for Ocean's Echo is gorgeous as well, Mm. because I always have to mention the cover. Yes. Winter's Orbit. Great. Winter's Orbit was like, when when I first saw it, I was like, okay, this story interests me, but also that cover. And Ocean's Echo did not disappoint in a follow-up cover. So yeah. It's so good. Thanks for sharing your picks with us. You are so welcome. And we've got Kristen on with us now. Hi, Kristen. Hey, Emma. How are you? I'm doing really well. How about you? Good. I'm excited to hear what you're planning to read for Read Any Book Day this year. Oh, gosh. All right. So I have an ebook and an audiobook, and I know it's not listened to an audiobook day, but whatever. Um, so the audiobook, which I'll start with, is A Night in Lonesome October by Robert Zelazny. I believe it's his last name. Um, this is a book that came out, I think, in the 90s. So it's a little bit older. And it is a kind of weird book about snuff, who is a guard dog. It's told from snuff's perspective. And it takes place, I believe, in London. Snuff is the guard dog for Jack, who is a knife wielding man who goes out in the London fog. So uh, the fun thing about this book is there are a lot of like classic horror characters in it. There is the Count, there is the Witch, there is the Great Detective. So none of these characters are named exactly as, you know, their classic horror character, but they are, it's really fun as you're listening or if you're reading to kind of guess who who is. Um, And all of these characters are players in some sort of a great game. And I am about an hour in so far, and I don't know what the great game is. I don't know who all the players are. So it's so much fun to kind of try and figure it out along the way, because Snuff is also trying to figure out who all the players in the game are as well. And each of the players also has some sort of an animal companion who Snuff talks to. Uh, So it's just really fun. I think it's a great read, especially for this time of year. So highly suggest picking that one up. And then the ebook I'm going to be reading is The Girl from the Sea by Molly Knox Ostertag. And this was recommended to me by Jill. This is a graphic novel. It is about a young woman. She's 15 years old. She lives on an island and she is so tired of living on this island. All she wants to do is get off of it. Um, 
she has a great group of friends and um, a loving mother and brother, but she is tired of her little brother's, uh, his tantrums and all of this stuff. And her mom is kind of sad. Her mom is recently divorced. And so she's just ready to go, especially because no one seems to understand her. She is starting to realize that she has feelings for girls and she ends up falling for this mysterious girl who, uh, spoiler alert, ends up being a Selkie, which is so cool because I feel like there are no books out there about Selkies. So uh, she is, the Selkie is called Kelty. And it's kind of a romance about them, you know, meeting and falling in love. And then also just kind of, about, you know, going through your teenage years and wanting to get out from under the thumb of your parents. So this yeah. looks perfect. Yes. I am very excited to be reading it. What fun picks. I love that they're both a little bit different and that you've got an ebook and an audiobook on tap. Yep, of course, always. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. Thanks, Emma. Hi, Sydney. Hey, Emma. Yay. So I know that the choices are many, but what are you <laughs> planning to read for Read an Ebook Day? So if the Libby gods are on my side, Hopefully my hold will come in for Love on the Brain, Allie oh. Hazelwood. Literally, The Love Hypothesis was one of my top three books last year. I absolutely fell in love with her writing, and she's so funny and so smart and amazing. And I really, really, really want to kick off September with a great heady romance. So Love on the Brain. That's such a great pick. And you know what I've heard? Because there were shockingly people that were not huge fans of the love hypothesis. I don't understand those people. Okay. But I've heard even from some of those people that didn't enjoy that, they really enjoyed love on the brain. Really? I guess some of the issues that they may have had with love hypothesis, wow, speaking (laughs) is hard, um, have been addressed and are even better in love on the brain. (gasps) I can't wait. Oh my gosh. I am hoping that that September day is like crisp and cool and breezy and that I will have a delicious beverage in one hand and my ebook in the other, and then we can talk about it afterward. That sounds like perfection. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your pick. Thank you. And next we have Jane, who's here to tell us what she is planning on reading to celebrate Read an Ebook Day. Hi, Jane. Hi, thanks for having me. Welcome. We're so excited to hear what you're thinking of reading to celebrate this year's big day. So I am going to be reading and hopefully finishing, depending on how quickly I can read, um, True Biz by Sarah Novick. It is so wonderful so far. Um, it's told from a bunch of different perspectives. Um, one is the headmistress of a school for the deaf in Ohio, which is a little bit of a local interest. Um, and then two of her students, Charlie and Austin. Um, and Charlie is deaf, but has hearing parents and um, was given a cochlear implant at a young age um, and has never really been 
engrossed or involved at all with deaf culture and hasn't even met another deaf person um, until she starts to have trouble at school. And so her parents send her to a school for the deaf. And once she gets there, she starts to learn ASL um, and basically realizes that a lot of her problems were dealing with language deprivation uh, because she didn't have the tools to really express herself um, and to have her needs met. So Charlie is my favorite character so far. She's kind of a rebel. Um, and, and it's fun to kind of go along with her as she, you know, kind of grows and comes of age. Um, and then there's the headmistress, February, who was, she is hearing, but she was raised with two deaf parents. Um, so she's the perfect, uh, she's a really good advocate for these kids. And she just runs the school with such love and such dedication. Um, but she's trying to keep everything afloat. Um, her marriage, her mother who is battling dementia and the school. Um, and then next we have Austin, who is the most popular kid at the school. His family is practically the poster family for deaf culture. And his mother um, has a baby during the course of the book who is hearing. So this kind of throws Austin's worldview into chaos because he doesn't know how to kind of relate to his sister um, with who has her hearing. So it's just really well done. Um, the author, um, Sarah Novick is deaf and she also um, is an instructor of deaf studies and creative writing. So she couldn't be more qualified to write this book. Um, the book is interspersed with educational chapters that tell the history of ASL and the history of civil rights for deaf people and just the struggles um, and triumphs of, of this culture. Um, and it is really beautiful. It's also worth noting that there are illustrations of ASL throughout the book. So you see conversations in ASL as they are spoken, which is really, really neat for a book. I've never seen that done. So yeah, I hope to finish it. I highly recommend it so far. I don't think anything's going to happen that's going to make me not recommend it. <laughs> so yeah, I keep hearing about this book. I think from you, I think from another colleague of ours, I think Joe mentioned this book in an earlier Biggest Books of the Month roundup, maybe yeah. April, I want to say. Okay. So I'm glad to have your endorsement for this book as well. It's definitely one that's going to be maybe pushed up the list. Yeah, it's very good. And you know me, I love a coming of age. I love family drama. Um, I also like a book where you can learn while getting the story. So I've, I've learned so much from this one. I just really love it. That's great. It has something for everyone. And it sounds like it's really interesting as well as educational. Yeah. Right. Because we don't learn about this stuff necessarily. So. No, we really don't. So that's good to put a new light onto something that maybe most people, myself included, don't know anything about. Exactly. And in a very easily digestible formula, it's, it's super you're learning without knowing you're learning. We love that. That's my favorite kind of learning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Jane, for sharing. We'll chat of again course. soon. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode on overdrive.com and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen Podcasts, visit evergreenpodcast.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Emma Dwyer, Jill Grunewald, and Joe Skelly, and presented by Overdrive. To learn more, visit professionalbooknerds.com.
History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. Thank you.